It didn't take much more than a bottle and two chairs to make a speakeasy. This is what Daniel Okrent said in his book, Last Call, The Rise and Fall of Prohibition. Today, join us for some stories. Get your own bottle, glass, mug, and relax. This is Speak Easily, and I'm your host, Krista Stoffer. Sixth grade, seventh grade? Seventh grade. Seventh grade. Fifth and seventh. Okay. We just started middle school this year, so. Yeah. Been a learning curve in our house. <laughs> Kindergarten and mine. It's day five today. He's doing fine. He's doing fine. I my daughter may not be eating. I'm not sure. <laughs> I can't day? get it. I can't. Yeah, all day kindergarten and like the, they're doing the lunch thing, but I can't get a straight answer out of him as to like what he's eating for lunch. I said, "What do you eat for lunch?" And he's apples, apple juice. It's like, and what else? <laughs> Yeah, they're not the most forthcoming. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, and I realize yeah. that, and it's like you're trying to get answers out of them. And are you making friends? Yeah, and he's not great at asking people's names, so it's like, what are your friends' names? I don't know. <laughs> and then he's like, in the other day, he said one of the kids' names was Pan, and I was like, well, that can't be right. And I was like, <laughs> it, it could it, be. Well, apparently it is. It is apparently Pan. he lives in our neighborhood too. And he's exactly like, that's that. Pan, and I'm like, Pan. God of the Forest. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's an odd pull, I suppose. But uh, you know, and hey, but it's once it's one syllable. At, at he can remember time, it. I guess like, this is also why I was questioning is because he also said a girl in his class was named Blueberry. And okay, I'm that might sure that's not, not right. Though when I taught in a in a downtown elementary, um, we had an ocean and a sparkle in the same classroom. Ocean and a I've, I've met an ocean before. Yeah. Sparkle was a little and a much. Friends of mine just named their kid Sunshine. So. Sunshine. Sunshine's cute though. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. I still made fun of him. I mean, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't name my own child Sunshine, but I think it's fine. If it was going to be a boy, they're going to name it Thor. Are Thor? you serious? Yeah. Okay, that's pretty sweet. Okay, that would have been. <laughs> that kid would have had a pretty good upbringing. I think. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Just you have to much. think about that. If though. If we had had a second boy, like, and, and my parents don't even believe me that this is literally like oh, it, his. He would have been named after. Um, Jess's favorite mythological creature is a griffin, so he would have been Griffin, mm-hmm. and his middle name would have been named after our first cat, which is the awesome cat named Danger. So his name would have been Griffin Danger <laughs> Needenthal. I got a friend with the middle kid's name's middle name's Danger. Yeah, and like That's I figure, like it. you, can, if it's a middle name, you can say my middle name is Danger, and then like bust out an ID and prove it. Yeah, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, or you can just go by Griffin D. You can go by Danger. You can mm-hmm. go however you want to do it. Yeah, I figure that yeah, gives Joel, a Joel Jack. Jackson does all the artwork for Chazbots. His kid is Duke Danger Jackson. That's awesome. Oh, that is cool. That's a great name. Duke. Yeah. Duke. Duke. Duke, Duke Danger, Danger Jackson. Yeah, especially for a rowdy little boy, too. I think mm-hmm. Well, awesome. and that's good with a last name like Jackson. You yeah, know, Jackson. so it stands out. You don't get oh, yeah. pulled over at the airport yeah. every time for being, you know. Yeah. But that's the th- like all the weird names that people don't think through before they have a kid. It's like, I can't believe that. That you named your kid that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or that it ends up Somebody being like. I posted a meme the other day that was like all of these names written on like a school chalkboard mm-hmm. and like half of them are like, what is that name? It's like, you know, three other names kind of stitched together mm-hmm. and Franken names and yeah. And the spelling. Uh, and the spelling is. I mean, granted, I know that my name can be spelled. 85 different yeah. ways and impossible to find on kitsch at like yes ben ben went on vacation and was looking for <laughs> kitsch with my name on it and like it you know, just like doesn't exist with like shot glasses that have like your name on them <laughs> and stuff like that and i was looking for krista and there's uh-uh. 
no Christas. There has never been anything. So I found one that said Drama Queen. So. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Which led to the debate with my husband and I about the word drama versus the word theater. Yes, like, yes. let's let's not get into this. But yeah. anyway. So, Mike, hi. How are you? <laughs> so, where are you originally from? Like... I'm from uh, the Columbus area. Okay. Yeah. You grew up here? I grew up, uh, yeah, I was born down in German Village. Nice. And then okay. uh, parents didn't want me to go to South okay. or any of that because yeah. that's where they went. So Okay. And they're from here too then? Yeah. All right. So family's all from the South side. Hmm. And yeah. then we moved up to the North side before okay. it was really developed. And so then I was able to go to Dublin schools instead. Nice. nice. Yeah. And then I went to Ohio State University. So you haven't gone very far. No, I'm a Columbus boy through and through. Are you a Buckeye fan? Uh, yeah. You kind of have to be, don't you? Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I like all sports. Do you? I'm a crew fan, too. Did you play sports in school? I didn't, no. Okay. So I was always in bands and stuff, playing music. Right. Uh, skateboarder kid, too. Nice. You know? Did you wear the big pants? A little bit. You know, those? Jeans. The, well, in yeah. the 90s, everyone wore yeah, baggy clothes. Yeah, they did. Yeah, They did. And braided belts. Mm-hmm. Played hacky sack. Did you play yeah. hacky sack? I did not play hacky sack. I couldn't get that. So we did. Or you did the, oh, the devil sticks. The devil sticks. Those did you do those? Not too much. No. Apparently, no. no. <laughs> we both got really excited <laughs> about. <it>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, I'm a little embarrassed. I'm gonna cut that part. Out. Did you? Did you play devil sticks? Oh God, no. Okay. I don't have that kind of coordination. I know. My goodness, I know. You can barely walk. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you were a skater then? Yeah, I was a skater. Was that like the? The bad kids. I mean, it's that. Yeah, we were a bit of an like the outcast group back then, you know. Yeah. Because that was the. I mean, that's how it went. We both went to Gahanna, so not mm-hmm. too far down the road. But it, I always remember a lot of our good friends were in that group, and people would kind of associate them as like the bad kids. It's like they're actually not really doing yeah. anything but no, skating. We most bad kids. Mostly no. We just, yeah. Yeah. You and, skate around. You yeah. sit on. On the corners, places, yeah. just right. hang out and talk. Yeah, yeah. is it yeah. more the loitering feeling that is yeah. the bad part of it? Well, it Probably. Like, it was like a nonconformist thing where yeah. they all conformed into their own nonconformists. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's kind of how it worked. Well, I think I was at Dublin High School before yeah. they split up, and okay. it was a very clicky school. It yeah. was a very yeah. large school too, so you had like over two thousand students. There was just one at the time. Yeah. Which one was it? Kaufman. It was Kaufman. Kaufman. Okay. So okay. you know, but I was friends with a lot of people. So I had friends that were in the drama club. You know, mm-hmm. that was definitely a group. And then drama queens, you mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then there was the band, right? <laughs> right. What did so, you play? Oh, I played bass guitar. Nice. So oh, okay. I wasn't in the marching band. Not in the band. But the marching band was its own special. Yeah. Group. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. And then I was like in the jazz band as the okay. bass player. Nice. So I was the only one in so jazz. You're the band. only guy doing the, the bass on the jazz band then, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but I was the only one that didn't have to be in the marching band to be in the jazz band. Look at so you. There was a little resentment, I think, yeah. from the other band guys. Oh, know? I get that. <laughs> that's, that's a coveted position because then you don't have to march yeah. on the field every Friday night. Right. Which know? is great. But you, you also get to hold a cool bass guitar on stage. And, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. When did you start playing bass? Um, middle school. Did you really? Yeah. Just decided to. Well, this is the classic. I uh, had a couple friends. One played guitar really well, and the other mm-hmm. one played drums. Okay. And we're like, let's start a band. Yeah. So, what was your band name? Uh, first one. <laughs> Let me think. I think No Outlet was the very first. Okay. Band That's a, cool name. Name That's a good name. Band. Yeah. yeah. And then we changed it to Broke as Aphasia. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't roll off the tongue. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think when we got to what about did that senior mean? year. Like, so broke as aphasia is a broke is a, a 
doctor scientist to the aphasia where you can't communicate okay verbally mm. oh uh, so it's called okay. broke is aphasia nice okay. a guitar player thought it was very clever it is clever and uh that was almost too clever <laughs> yeah it's a little too much I'm trying to spell that for people's opinion yes. right yeah. yeah my first uh when i was straight out of uh college i had a, an animation thing that we did and we did it all under algorithm animation and my friend registered the, the domain as algorithmanimation.com no, it was algorithmanimationstudios.com. No. Nobody was ever going to spell that correctly. I mean, we got, yeah, so same. <laughs> it same is. Problem. You have to pick simple names. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but no, wow. so I started playing with those guys okay. and then had to take lessons because we needed yeah. a bass player. So my parents got me a bass for Christmas okay. and started taking lessons. And then I joined the jazz band in high school. Nice. How long did it take you to pick it up? Uh, just to basically play along, yeah. uh, you know, after about six months of lessons, yeah. I could sit in and hmm. we could jam cool. as a band, you know, nice. yeah. but we kind of grew as musicians together, you know, yeah. all through high school. Yeah. Uh, and then we even played together until we were about 20. Wow. You know, huh. and then we hmm. broke up and, yeah. uh, I think everyone's still that initial three guys. Yeah. Of us, uh, still play. Still play. Yeah. A lot. Interesting. Yeah. No, never together though. Never together. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. got to have a reunion tour. All right. Yeah. <laughs> there could be any number of politics behind that. Oh, there's, I'm sure there's some drama. <laughs> Not caused by me. I'm pretty drama free myself. <laughs> well, you're the bass player. That's right. that's the way to yeah. be. Right. Right? I'm laid back. Come on, guys. Just get along. It's cool. Yeah. That's... It really, I mean, from what I've seen, I, I had a, a period of college where I, I think, dated like six different band people. So I learned all of the. You were a groupie for a while. I don't want to say that. <laughs> also because there are a couple different bands. Um, but it really seems to be true that the personalities are fairly consistent with each instrumentalist in a band. Do you agree with that? Uh, yeah, that, that can be true. I mean, usually the bass players are pretty laid back. Always laid back. But drummers are drummers. I actually did a lot of uh, the songwriting and singing for that first band. Okay. Nice. So I was kind of like almost like the front guy, a little yeah. more like Sting. Yeah. Nice. You know, nice. With less talent. Yeah. But, you know. Uh, <laughs> you said kind of like Sting. Yeah. You know, I played bass yeah. and I sang right. and I wrote most of the songs. What kind, of, what kind of stuff did you write? Was it like, who who are, are who were the influences, I guess? Uh, you know, at, um, at that time, I was listening to a lot of uh, alt-rock stuff like Dinosaur Jr., mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. It was a big band I like. Uh, Nirvana just blew up, but like uh, mm -hmm. we like Pearl Jam a lot at the time too. Yeah. But then we were really into like the Rolling Stones. Yeah. And Bob Dylan at okay. that time. So yeah. a little of everything then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. A little Primus because you know I was a bass player. Sure. So like, yeah. Like Primus and <laughs> as, as you Fugazi should. stuff yeah. like that. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, but it was fun. It was fun, kind of like writing that stuff. You yeah. Know? Writing songs. So when you were in middle school, they're like, "Where would you perform?" Or do you guys just get together and? Well, we'd practice all the time at my friend's house, uh, mm -hmm. the drummer's house. His mom yeah. had a pretty sweet setup in the basement. Okay. So we'd practice there. And then as we got older, we just started playing at parties, you know? Okay. And then I remember doing Battle of the Bands junior and senior year mm. at the Newport. Mm. I remember you know? when they did that. That's yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah. So we do those. How'd you do in that? Uh, I can't remember. I remember yeah. being a little freaked yeah. out by the whole experience. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, I mean, the first bar gig we did, we were probably like, I don't even know if we're 18 Were you yet, allowed to be in <laughs> Right? And uh, they had us play at this bar, and we're the first tune. We're like, all right, one, two, three, four. And all four of us 
started on the wrong song. Different songs from each other, you know. Like the drummer went into one tune, I went to another. The guitar players were doing something completely different. And it was like, oh, hold up, hold up. Who who wrote a set list? Oh, you know that's day. That was the first bar gig we played. Yeah, and I was probably eighteen at the time. I think it's beautiful. Might have been seventeen. Where was that? Do you remember? It was off a Kinney Road. Uh, where the Asian market is over there, uh, Kenny and Reed. It was a bar back there for a while. I don't. Oh, uh, like exists. in the shopping center. Yeah, area? like in that okay. area. Okay. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I'm not sure what bar it was anymore, but it there was changed. one back there called like Cassie's. It was like a two-sided bar. That wasn't it, was it? Mm, I don't think so. It was a standalone building, but right okay. next to that market. Mm. The building's probably still there, but okay. I don't know if it's a bar anymore. That's crazy. Yeah. Did you get paid for the gig? Can't remember. <laughs> you know, it's just like you're so excited to pay, play. You know, yeah. And like, yeah, you're a kid hanging out in a bar, right? You know, I had Which, an older sister. She probably showed up with her friends and drank beer and stuff and watched this for a minute. Slid one over to you. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So I had an older sister used to take me. She was eight years older than me. So she oh my gosh, take okay. Me out, you know, yeah. in middle school and stuff, taking me to concerts and stuff. What was your nice. first big concert? Poison Ooh, with Warrant. Nice and Tesla. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Nice. That was nice. a big glam rock hair band. Yeah. Was that at Polaris? No, this is before Polaris. Polaris. wasn't even there then. No, this, is, uh, this was at uh, Vets. Oh, wow. The old Vets. Oh, gosh. Old Vets. That's even gone there. too, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Oh, wow. That's cool. Where else would they have done venues at that point? Uh, Buckeye Valley. Oh, you go to Buckeye yeah. Lake. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah, Legend yeah. Valley. Yeah. It's got different names uh-huh. over the years. Yeah, yeah. So we'd, we'd go to yeah. concerts there and stuff, you know. And huh. St. John's probably, right? Did they do concerts there? Yeah, they did some stuff there. I'm trying to remember like pre Yeah. Polaris. St. John, I'm sorry. St. John. Excuse me, St. John. Every year because every year I type St. John's on the stuff that I make for my clients and they're like St. John. I'm like, I wow. know that by now. That's all right. But That's all right. yeah. <laughs> so you graduate, go to Ohio yep. State for English degree. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. interested in writing. That was yeah. my big thing. Yeah. Um so, you know, just worked my way through college. Where uh, did you work? Uh, worked at the Columbus Parks and Recs the entire time for the mm-hmm. most part. So I would teach sailing and canoeing in, in the summers. Cool. And then in the winters, I worked over at uh, the Aquatic Center on 105th. Okay. And uh, I taught like swim lessons and lifeguarded and, you know, nice. worked there. So Where did the sailing interest? I just started doing it when I was a kid and then... Okay. They asked if I wanted to be an instructor as I got older in this yeah. program to teach. Yeah. And so I started doing that. Do they have that That's at the cool. school? Or is no, it it's just their parks and recs programs. Okay. You know, so like you just do it and you, you love it. it and That's awesome. Do you still do it? Oh, yeah. I just shut down the program like a week ago. Hmm. Oh. So I manage and run the program now. Oh, okay. The last like 15 plus years I've been yeah. managing it and just running it. That's you know? awesome. So, yeah. So an English degree... Mm-hmm. So what did you want to do? Like, I don't think I knew. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know when you're going to college because uh-huh. you're supposed to go to college, right. but you don't know what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Well, you are in the right room for this. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're like two years deep, and they're like, "So what are you going to do?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I've taken an English class every quarter for the last <laughs> two years. Maybe I'll just do that. Let's just do that. English is my choice. Yes. <laughs> well, I love re- I love reading and writing. Yeah. yeah okay. You know, so yeah. I had a passion for that. So yeah. right. And I didn't write, mind writing papers and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just eventually just got that degree, thought about teaching. Yeah. Um, but I got a job as bartending when I finished college mm-hmm. and then uh, 
worked three days a week and then just basically lived in the short north area and mm-hmm. just wrote a nice. lot, worked on a novel hmm. and stuff. Really? Mm-hmm. And you published the novel? No, I, so I finished the novel Okay. and then chopped it around and sell it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what was the premise? Uh, it was called The Core. It was about a group of friends kind of coming of age kind of thing from like high school Very through nice. you know, nice. mid-20s. What genre? General fiction. Nice. Uh, I like to be a little bit like a creative mm-hmm. with like the style. So each chapter would be from a different character perspective, oh, cool. but they'd yeah. be like one would be written like poetry verse. Another one would be like just all huh. dialogue. One would be more traditional. Very cool. And yeah. all that. That's cool. So yeah, so I pub- didn't publish that one. Yeah. Then years later, I had a group of writer friends at that period of my life too. Mm-hmm. And friends and we'd meet every Monday night, you know, at Zeno's bar over there. Oh, Zeno's. Yeah. Uh, oh, and we'd yeah. bring our, whatever we were working on and, uh, read each other's work and all really? that stuff. And then That's I cool. wrote a second book called Urban Survival. Uh, That's cool. And then I did self-publish that one because I was a little hmm. too jaded to try to shop them around. Yeah. yeah. And then currently I just put out a book um, on Amazon about nine months ago called Schiller Park. Hmm. And that's a, like a fiction fantasy one. Okay. Very so, cool. So I still write. Yeah. Nice. You know? Yeah. And I still enjoy it. And I'm yeah. working on a sequel to that one right now. Very, Very cool. cool. Mm-hmm. Huh. So what do you, are, do you have to go somewhere to write or can you just sit down? Do you spend time on it every day? Like what's your. Well, I like to think about it and then I like to outline a lot. So okay. Okay. I'm that type of person. I come out outline yeah. and a plan. Yeah. And then the actual writing, I treat it like going to the gym. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a routine. Yeah. It's got to be at the same time almost every day. Really? So I almost exclusively right between like 10 to noon. Yeah. Yeah. That time frame. Okay. Uh, I'm not like wait for inspiration. I'm yeah. more like, like sit have down the ideas down and then you yeah. have to pound it out. And that's the only way to, I think you can write books okay. mm. and get them out, yeah. you know, cause you just have to be willing to like just yeah. put in the time and you can always go back and fix and clean. Yeah. But until you're sitting there, okay, do right. you have like a hard stop that you make yourself sit with i mean if you are getting this wave of inspiration if you're flowing you keep going yeah. as long as you yeah. can but oftentimes it's you get fatigued and tired and right. it's like all right that's a good spot or that's do you ever just sit there and stare oh uh, not too much <laughs> yeah, I, I just let it flow and yeah. go you know and huh. uh just um if you have the plan for me don't overthink it mm-hmm. is you know don't let uh your brain get in the way of the storytelling in a way, right. you know, okay. yeah. like, well, should I use different wording? Should I do this? Right. right. Yeah, yeah. Just let the, let it come out and then you can polish it later. Yeah. You know? Right. And then just, um, I used to do dialogue like this. I would record it, hand mm. record my dialogue yeah, okay. you know, out loud and, yeah. and then play it back and type it down because really? then you get more realistic sounding characters uh-huh. talking. Yeah. That's you true. Know? Yeah. That's true. So, and I'm very specific on like different styles I enjoy writing yeah. in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I have a, a friend who writes fantasy novels and his method was he would sit down and write everything out by hand. So like he had a notebook that he would just sit down mm. and just like, I mean, rather than typing anything, he's like, if, if I'm typing, I have to, I feel like I have to go back and like make corrections on, you know, spell check and, and right. you know, stuff like mm-hmm. that, where I start rereading things like if I'm writing it by hand, he's like, I don't really have that option. So I just kind of have to keep pressing forward and, and just kind of an interesting approach. But, yeah. yeah. It's- a lot of cramps, I think, yeah. in your fingers. For that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you get like, used to it. I think yeah. it's everyone's their own yeah. type of writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Vonnegut said that that there's yeah. two types: people that just like blow out all these words and then go back and do major editing, mm-hmm. yeah. or those that kind of write slower and more deliberately. Yeah. And uh, he was one of those slow, deliberate type of writers. Yeah. Uh, 
So I, that's why I spend a lot of time outlining before yeah. I actually write. So I know so you, got somewhere to go. you yeah. need to know the ending. You need to know that, that next step. The progression of the actual story right. itself. Yeah. And then I, once I have the bones of the story, yeah. filling in the details mm. will come later. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't realize that about that character yeah. until you went to write it and it just came out. You know? Yeah. No, this is all good. I just started writing a play and I didn't just start. I actually have finished it. Mm -hmm. And now it's going out to people to read which is possibly the scariest thing I might have ever done in my life. Yeah, it's intimidating. I don't like it at all, Mike. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like standing naked in front of people. It, it really is. I mean, because I don't know if you ever feel like this, but I literally sit there going, I feel like this is good, but this could be garbage. Yeah. And I maybe should just delete yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, in some days you feel real proud of it, you know, and yeah. you're, you're looking at that book you got, that physical right. copy, yeah. and you're like, man, this is great. And then other yeah. days you're like, oh, oh this yeah. is terrible. <laughs> it's, it's, you can't get out of bed and you just hate yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Usually not that far, but <laughs> yeah. you want to go that Hopefully deep. Not, then. Yeah. Do you, do you want to talk about that? Part, or? No, I don't want to talk no? about okay. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so you graduate from college with your yes. English degree. What'd right. you do then? Uh, so then I spent time writing. I thought okay. about uh, becoming a teacher. And then I didn't. Uh, and then I was going to go. I applied to be a librarian, library science. Really? Degree, a master's degree in that. Oh, my gosh. There's only one school, at least there was at the yeah. time, that offers that master's degree. And it's through Kent. Okay. But uh, they have class space at Ohio State. So you can mm. take it in Columbus. Okay. But it was relatively competitive to get into. Really? Yeah. Because yeah, it was the only program. And libraries kind of required it yeah. if you want to get into management. They still yeah. do, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. So I applied for that and just didn't get into the program. Probably had to do with my low GPA. <laughs> uh, you were busy. You work with what you got, you know? Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> probably the first couple of years I didn't yeah. do so well in school. That's you know, right. I, was, I wasn't very focused. Pretty classic student. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then your last two years, you step up your game you're a like, little oh, bit and you yeah. still graduate with like a yep. two five. What are you going to do? <laughs> I brought it up. Yeah. C's get degrees. <laughs> So. Wow. Okay. So that didn't. So that didn't pan out. out. So then, as I'm bartending, writing, sitting around, yeah. uh, I started brainstorming about ideas of a place. If I had opened my own place, what would it be? Yeah. Right. And so I started doing what I always do, like my writing. I outlining. started outlining. <laughs> so I outlined ideas, played with it. Yeah. Started working on a business plan. You know, uh, went to the library, checked out tons mm -hmm. of books. This is what I used to do yeah. before the internet really <laughs> took hold yeah. of me. Uh, so this is like in 2002 to 2003. Yeah. I just go to the library and like check out books on right. like how to start a small business and how, yeah. to, okay. how to write a business plan and yeah. all that, you know? So uh, started doing that and then putting together the concept of Cafe Kerouac, which is mm -hmm. eventually the cafe bar I opened up. Mm -hmm. So yeah, kind of formed over a few years. And awesome. uh, yeah, just it's awesome. like any dream or small business, yeah. you got to like, Work it out. And yeah. The foundation first. How right. long was the process of like beginning to opening? Uh, it probably took about two and a half years because you're you start working on the concepts, you start writing down the business plans, and then right. you got to come up with how am I going to get the money? You know, yeah, that thing. there's the financing side right. of it, right? And then, lucky for me, I just I'm a very sociable person, so mm -hmm. I have a ton of friends and a lot of friends that do a lot of different things. Yeah. So I was able to go to one friend that like did signage, you know, and okay. be like, oh, okay, I can, can you I, throw this I can give you a deal making some signs for you, Mike, or okay. another friend that was, yeah. did taxes, and he's like, yeah, I'll help you figure out the taxes as you start, you know, and the paperwork, and yeah, you start like kind of utilizing different friends' skill sets to help, right. you know, get yeah. you along because I didn't know any 
thing about starting a business is, right. you know, 24 Jeez. years old, you know, yeah. or 25 yeah. trying to figure it out. Yeah. How did you, I mean, what sort of advertising before you opened? Cause I mean, we weren't, we had the internet, but we weren't using it that much at that point. Probably were we? Right. So I never did a whole lot of advertising truthfully. Uh, okay. I figured being on high street yeah. was a big enough advertisement. Right. You know? And just the natural walk by traffic. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but I ran into just things I didn't think about. You know, mm-hmm. when you're yeah. starting a business, I, I found a location, I signed a lease, mm-hmm. you know, and then it was like, used to be a travel agency. Oh. Yeah. You know, so it had carpeting in it and all this stuff and it was more of an office. Yeah. yeah. So I had to tear out the carpet. I started doing all this stuff and then I found out it's, it wasn't uh, licensed in that area to be oh. a bar oh. restaurant. Yeah. So then I had to go downtown to and find the, the right yeah. departments to file paperwork to get that going and this going. Oh my gosh. You know? And then I remember from the time I started remodeling and doing the space, which I mostly did on my own, yeah. you know, on the remodeling. Oh my gosh. Uh, to the time we opened, there was about 15 inspections, uh-huh. you know, between building inspections and, you know, plumbing. So like at any moment and, it could fall through. I mean, did you ever sit absolutely. on that thought? Like yeah. this could oh, all yeah, go I away. I thought I was screwed the whole entire time, <laughs> you know, because the whole time you're just putting out yeah. money, you're not making much. I'm working. Right. Yeah. I was working two part-time jobs, you know, yeah. uh, and then uh, living with my girlfriend and she was a teacher. Yeah. Uh, now wife. We got yeah. married. But uh, <laughs> that was before we were married. Yeah. And so she was kind of like, I'm just trying to carry my end of it, you know, so she didn't have to pay the rent and everything right. on her own. Yeah. So you're working part-time jobs trying to make things work out, you know. I think I was working. One friend was manager of a Pizza Hut, so I worked at a Pizza Hut part-time. Okay. Another friend uh, had a family uh, print company. Hmm. So I work at the print company, like okay. third, like second shift going in, like yeah. cutting business cards down oh and doing gosh. stuff like that. Nice. So and you know, all you the rest it. of your time yeah. spent in ripping up carpet. And well, a lot of times you're waiting for a contractor to show up. Oh, you that's know? true. Yeah. You know, you yeah. need a, you need a licensed electrician and they don't go to you until yeah. you pitch the most. So uh-huh. yeah, because they've got 27 other people. Right. Wow. Even yeah. today I have the refridge repair guy coming for the new carryout we just opened. And, yeah. uh, he didn't show up today. He was there yesterday. Oh, so I geez. texted him on my way here and I was like, Hey, you showing up today? Still need those refrigerators repaired. <laughs> you know? Kind of a big part of a business. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally what it's like. Everything is, everything costs three times what you think it is. And it's always way more of a headache than you thought it was. And wow. yeah. What was opening day like? I mean, I'm assuming you worked there at the beginning as yeah, well. Yeah. So when we opened up, I mean, there was a lot of factors I didn't really take into. I didn't do a lot with lighting design, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, you just kind of like, it was just a learning process of getting right. people in, opening yeah. those doors, being afraid nobody's going to show up, yeah. you know. And then people start coming in. And so they start, but it was yeah. slow. And yeah. uh, I spent the first few years working 80 hours a week. Oh you know, gosh. I couldn't really afford employees much. Yeah. yeah. And so I had friends that would work shifts for free, Yeah, you know, cool. so I had a, three or four friends that would come in and work like one shift a week, Yeah, you know, just to help out, you know? Yeah. Good and, friends, man. Yeah. And we didn't have <laughs> beer and wine at first either. Yeah. I was going to say it was, yeah, it, was it was just coffee a at coffee point. house mm-hmm. at, the, at the start because uh, yeah. it was expensive to try to get those licensing put together. Yeah. yeah. So I had to slowly build toward getting those wow. available. And then you're on a wait list for those. Jeez. Hmm. So. Yay. <laughs> yeah. So the first two years is tough. Yeah. You know, and you be just throwing stuff against the wall, see what sticks. And yeah. You keep on working at it, you know. But you've brought a lot of concept into there with the poetries and open mics and type 
Yeah. So when I mean, did you start that? From as the beginning? an English major and writer, I wanted books, mm-hmm. right? So we constantly we had I had books in the place for sale yeah. too, like a bookstore. Okay. But I didn't have a huge inventory of books. Mm-hmm. And then a year or two later, uh, a buddy of a buddy was a book dealer for a living, and okay. so he had tons of books and he was bringing yeah. them in to sell to me. Eventually, I said, "Well, why don't you just partner up with me on this, where right. you just supply all our books." And, uh, and you get a majority of the sales on that mm-hmm. and I'll take a smaller slice of that, but that way I don't have to worry about that side of the business. Right. Yeah. right. You can just take care of it. Yeah. And he said, great. And we've been doing it that way for about 13, oh, cool. 14 years. Yeah. yeah. So it's nice. He, he brings in all the books. He caters to our, our clientele, the people that come in, hmm. Yeah. you know, so that's great. That's awesome. So it really kind of worked out. So that now we have about, I think about 15 bookshelves or so. Mm. Totally stocked with books around the cafe. That's awesome. Mm, that's cool. And then I like music a lot. So then yeah. we brought in records and yeah. stuff like that right away. Uh, we try to keep the walls for local artists, for yeah. visual artists and stuff like that. So oh, we change cool. the artwork out yeah. pretty regularly. Uh, the drinks are named after writers, mm-hmm. you know. So I did look at the menu. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of my thing is that drink thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, that's awesome. Yeah. Those kind of concepts. And then having. Did, did you create those? Yeah. Nice. So then, um, and then we kind of expanded from there, like, well, let's get poetry in. So we've had some different poetry groups in there. Yeah. Working from there doing weekly shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently it's been for the last, oh, no, I want to say eight years or plus writers block poetry has been our main yeah. stay. Yeah. But they've been around town for 20 years doing it mm. and they're fantastic yeah. and stuff. So do you ever read any of your stuff? I don't, I'm not a big do that kind of person. <laughs> One, I don't, I don't write much poetry anymore. You know, okay. that was yeah. more like the college years of Mike, okay. you know? Yeah. And, uh, so, but I do host stuff mm-hmm. at the shop. Okay. So I do a monthly show called the cafe Kerouac show. Mm-hmm. So I write trivia for it. Uh, sometimes I'll write a little stand up comedy okay. and then I'll, uh, sing a song or something like that. Yeah. If I've written a new song yeah. or do a cover and then I'll get like a local musician and a local comedian to come in and mm-hmm. perform too. Very cool. And then, at the end of the show, usually with team trivia, and I'll write nice. questions for that month, you know, and Fair do it with the nice. crowds. So. Very cool. Yeah. What's your favorite part about owning your place now? It's a lot of fun. I mean, I don't know. I <laughs> I get to now that it's up and running and and doing all right. You know, mm-hmm. you kind of it's your space. There's nobody there telling you what you have to do. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, and. I don't know. I kind of treat it like the employees are more like family, mm-hmm. you know, because they're uh, people have been with me for a long time, you know. Yeah. Right. Uh, we don't have a big turnover. Everyone's always asking to work there. And it's yeah. uh, I think it's a good problem. To I have. haven't hired somebody in like a while. It's been about two years. Oh, wow. Nice. You know, because okay. and it's just, you know, because everyone knows each other and mm-hmm. they get in. But we're really over educated the staff. Yeah. <laughs> it's oddly. That's good. Uh, I, yeah, I've got a, an architect, uh, oh, wow. an engineer. Uh-huh. Um, uh, one of my g- girls just graduated with her law degree. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Uh, we got a so- sociology degree <laughs> in the group. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Yeah. Smart group. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's like the most educated bartenders you ever met. Wow. That's awesome. I'll send some actors your what now. <laughs> but we do. We we have a hugely educated like clientele too though. So we Yeah, have, that's true. We are packed full of uh doctoral students in every subject and stuff. Oh my you know? gosh. And we have some professors that like to hang out there. Yeah. Plus undergrad, mm-hmm. all those people too. Yeah. But yeah, I was I would I had posted the other day 
on our Facebook. I thought it was funny. I was one girl was in the corner dancing to like Prince. Yeah. You know, just in the middle of the day, she's over there standing yeah. up, dancing around. And these other two people are at the bar talking about like complex mathematics, you know, <laughs> and working it out on a napkin, like That's this oh big my thing. And I, stuff that I'm like, oh, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> awesome. but you know, it was that weird mix, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and then you get a lot of like actor people because mm -hmm. we do a lot of improv comedy mm -hmm. there. Yeah. And, uh, we even do things like burlesque shows mm -hmm. occasionally, uh, tons yeah. of music, lots of stand-up comedy now yeah. too, and stuff. So yeah. oh, that's awesome. It's yeah, all very on brand. I think <laughs> I don't know, it makes perfect sense that that's what would be right. It's supposed yeah. to be on at the it's, Kerouac yeah, yeah. Well, what do you think is supposed awesome. to happen? Exactly. Yeah. Place is a little dirty. Yeah. To my dad's dismay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do your parents come in? No, no. Okay. They they don't live in town anymore. But okay. uh, <laughs> they he, they've come in before. My dad says like, "Why well, this place is filthy? Why would anybody want to come in here?" I'm like, Dad, I'm not. I'm not looking for you as a client. You know, you're not. You're not my demographic. That's you know, true. Seventy year old asshole doesn't really qualify. You know? uh, um, it's more for like the creative types yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, right? Yeah. Uh, so. Um, I can't even think of a clean bar. Like I'm literally racking my brain. Like what bar would I ever consider? Oh, this place is so clean. Yeah. I don't know. That's I'm, not, that's the, not a bar or a cafe. Chain bars, I think. Yeah. yeah you get, yeah. yeah. The kind of like commercial stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when we were in college, we went to the beer stoop all the time, you know, oh, if you've been there rest in peace. or we go if to it's like called beer stoop. I, I got a crystal clear image in my head. Yeah, it's, what that place it's almost all wood. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. The wood paneled walls Ex were like exposed cinder block like, somewhere for yeah. sure. Yeah. Bathrooms yeah. were disgusting. Right? You know? Oh yeah. Awful. Yeah. I mean, we at least clean our bathrooms at Kerouac, you know, so and supply them with soap and one clogged toilet somewhere though. You oh, know, there somebody will do it. Don't okay. worry. Okay. I'm usually the one unclogging them. <laughs> Yay! So you got the shit job. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I do. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Hard to ask other people to do that though. I don't know. I don't know. Every job I've worked, I've had to do it. <laughs> I've had employees like just put an out of order sign on a door, you know, and then wait for me to get there the next day to deal with it. Oh, that's nice. It's like, yeah, you could have cleaned that. It wasn't that yeah. bad. Yeah. You you know, put on some rubber gloves. It's just vomit. Yeah. Oh, you know. Yay. So they just leave it for you. That's happened more than once. Ouch. Like, oh, I think that bathroom's out of order. No, it's not. No. no. It's not. Out of order or smells bad. One of those two. Yeah. Is it hard? I mean, since you're on a college campus, like, do you have to deal with a lot of drunk college kids? Uh, not they, too that's much. It's not really their place to. Uh, yeah, I mean, people drink and, and. Yeah. And it's a. But it's a very regulars bar. Okay. Um, we get a lot of new people every year because of the area. Mm -hmm. But uh, a lot of our regulars have been coming in since they were in college. Oh, cool. Because we're just north of Lane mm -hmm. yeah. where you can park pretty easily. Yeah, yeah. Which is nice. And so we get a lot of uh, people that like uh, started coming in in college and then they're still coming now, you mm -hmm. know, and then are involved in some way with the, the shop, you know. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> one of my guys, you know, he has a doctorate in classics right he yeah. now teaches latin at the old girls school oh my gosh but he comes in pretty much every day after school and gets a latte and sits at the bar and talks because everyone knows each other mm -hmm. yeah. you know uh and you know you're like people. cheers we're like a cheers <laughs> for smart people cheers. it's like all <laughs> frasers are full you know? <laughs> but you know but it's like a weird mix of people that are in different subjects you know yeah so um it's a lot of fun though and we get a lot of a lot of like programmer types you know hmm. people yeah. that work remotely yeah like the space and i'll come right. in and there they are working uh yeah. for whatever reason they'll work i, I got a, a good group of like just 
professionals that just yeah. come in during the day to work because they mm. know they can hang out. We got good internet. Yeah. You know, they know each other. Yeah. You know, just might have just found yeah, another place to work. Say, <laughs> we do. Seeing us around. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, we got a lot of it. It's fun. Oh, awesome. You know, it's nice. And if you want to sit in the corner and be quiet and work, you can do that. Or yeah. if you want to talk to somebody, there's usually somebody mm. hanging out too. That's cool. That's awesome. Uh, downside, there's a lot of crazy people down that way well, so on high street really yeah so <laughs> pretty much the entirety of high street there is a few huh. that come wandering off yeah. the street yeah. and can be pretty nuts and you yeah. have to deal yeah. with that that's yeah. right. so that's the that's Especially the downside north of lane too that's yeah we're like, northwood high yeah yeah it's it's football territory too so yeah yeah we usually don't yeah. get too much i mean the traffic's walking by for football yeah, yeah, yeah. but a lot of people that come into our place because we really don't have a TV. Yeah. That's a good thing. Uh, they don't come. They're like the people trying to avoid the football right. scene, you know? Cool. Which is fine. I love football, yeah. you know? Yeah. I love yeah. sports. So, yeah. like, I'm cool with it. You guys do what yeah. you want and all that. Yeah. And I'll be home watching the game. No, I'll be at, yeah, I don't want to drive in that traffic. Right. No. Do you go to the games? I haven't been in a while. Okay. I think I went like four years ago. Okay. The last yeah. game. They're too expensive. They yeah. are. Yeah. yeah. I've actually never been. I've lived here since 1987, and I have I've never been seen a game. Almost every single home game because one of my oh, clients yeah. is there, and I am there documenting it. That's it's, true. Yeah, it's uh, I, I I like the atmosphere a lot. As soon as the game ends, though, I'm like, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> <Bye -bye. laughs> I like going to games occasionally, but not not, not all the time. Method. Yeah, like watching on TV, it's better. So. Yeah, and it's a lot to deal with, but I do like going to like. Clippers games and mm -hmm. crew games. Yeah. I go to quite a bit of those. Yeah. Because they're more affordable. You can get yeah. it edited out easier. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So you're in a you're in a band too right now. Yeah, I was gonna say this is like you know, <laughs> part two. <laughs> I know it's very confusing. I don't even know what I'm doing half the time. It's all right. Uh yeah, the Shazbots. That's this is so cool. Like, where did this idea come from? All right, so Ian uh is uh captain captain the Shazbots. Uh-huh. And um and I'm Navigator Scopes. Okay. So both of us had other bands that we fronted. Yeah. So in college, I had another band and he had another band. Okay. And uh, we were buddies kind of hanging out because a lot of bands know each other, mm -hmm. you know. Right. And, but he's a, you know, a singer songwriter mm -hmm. and he knew I played bass. Right. And I play guitar too, but bass is my main instrument. And okay. uh, we were both songwriting and stuff. And he said, hey, I've been writing these kids songs, you know. Mm -hmm. And he re he'd recorded a demo of like 12 of them. Hmm. And he said, I don't know. He's like, uh, what do you think? Check it out. I got this idea. Yeah. Called the Shazbots, you know? Yeah. And, and I listened to him. I was like, these are pretty awesome. And I was like, and I'm a big believer in finding a niche within something, right? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you can play in a band or you can have a recording studio, but if you don't have a very specific focus, sometimes mm -hmm. it's hard to compete in a bigger crowd. Right. You know? yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, so it was a very kind of unique idea. I didn't know anybody else doing specific music mm -hmm. for kids but like yeah good music in a sense right. so we weren't trying to write like wheels in the bus go oh round and round yeah right. we're trying to write like fun good songs yeah. that just happen to be for kids yeah. or at least focused like lyrically yeah toward mm -hmm. children right like yeah. where you, you can't cuss and you have to yeah. it's usually positive <laughs> stuff you're singing about you know <laughs> so nirvana is a little more off the off the right but you yeah. can have a little bit of a nirvana sound in it yeah, right yeah, yeah. yeah so you know we got one it's called roller coaster that's basically almost a punk rock tune you know nice. how fast it's played and stuff but yeah. it's like you're on a roller coaster ride so it yeah. starts off slow and then it gets faster mm. and faster and faster until you're yeah. like in this punk rock like, da, 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 yeah. oh, that's awesome you know or a uh, comic book shop 
where we're singing about superheroes, you know, and you know, it's got a very uh, rockabilly yeah. sound to it, you know? Uh, and then some songs are straight country yeah. and some are just like fifties rock and roll, you know, mm. yeah. like surf rock yeah. stuff. Yeah. So it's really all over the place musically, which was a lot of fun. Okay. Cause then you get to play different styles of music, yeah. but the kids don't care. Yeah. They just, as long as it's fun, yeah. you know, they can move to it. <laughs> they can move to it. Yeah. And then the parents like it cause it doesn't drive them insane. Cause the yeah. music isn't horrible. Right. You know? <sighs> yeah. And they like coming to the shows cause we treat it like any rock and roll show you would be at. You yeah. know? So we joke a lot on stage. Mm -hmm. We, you know, we play, we dance around a lot. We move yeah. around a lot. We're in costume the whole time, you yeah. know? Mm -hmm. Uh, so we kind of flushed out the ideas. Yeah. Like it was interesting. So Ian like came up with my name, Navigator Scopes. And I came yeah. up with his name, Captain Captain. Because he's like major, major from Catch-22, right? Like it's, it, he was yeah. born, he's named yeah. Captain, but then he became captain of the ship. Yeah. So now he's Captain Captain. Nice. Captain. Yeah, right. I like that. Where did your name come from? I can't remember. This is one he came up with. And there was a couple others. We had uh, Deborah Nebula, who was one of the original <laughs> girls in the group. Yeah. Uh, Aurora Borealis. I came up with the drummer's name, Watts Watson, mm. and he's a ship's engineer. Okay. I like it. And, and ironically, or coincidentally, uh, he is an, an engineer, like an ah. electrician oh, oh, in wow. real life, okay. too. Yeah, so ah. it worked out. Did you guys have kids at the time that you started it? I am the only one with kids, even today. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's wild. Huh. Yeah. I mean, that's such an interesting concept of we write kids songs, but we don't have kids. Yeah. It was just, we didn't think about it too much you know? <laughs> i mean that's a good thing <laughs> wow well, well i mean writing songs or writing music it's you know the music is one thing that you yeah. you know you know you know how the things mesh together chords mm -hmm. and you know and patterns yeah. and different things and and then when you have a couple of guys like ian and i they've been writing songs for a long long time you mm -hmm. know yeah. uh, it's not too hard to then like imagine okay let's do a song about a tugboat parade going down the old Tangy river you know yeah. hmm. or clean plate club about finishing your food, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then we just found those kind of things. And then of course we love like old schoolhouse rock songs yeah. and stuff like that yeah. and old Muppets tunes, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. So we'll cover like, can you picture that oh, and stuff like nice. that, you know? Nice. That's awesome. Cause they're just like great tunes. So yeah. we're just like, let's write some fun, great tunes yeah. and then put those together. And then we wanted to be even deeper with it. Right. Yeah. So it's not just about the music. Let's mm -hmm. create like an atmosphere. We believe, yeah. we both believe in like, you don't get on stage and perform in cargo shorts, you know, Yeah. Right. you dress the part. Right. So we wear blue jumpsuits. There's a professor on guitar. He wears a lab coat yeah. and glasses, yeah. you know? And then we, we had an idea of like our ship is this Winnebago kind of like space balls, kind mm -hmm. of like throwback yeah. idea, but it's kind of bigger on the inside. Kind of yeah. like, you know, Dr. Who kind of idea, okay. you know, and uh, just kind of explored the ideas of all the creations and then hmm. like made it our own universe within that in the Shazbot oh, cool. universe. Yeah. So there's a story with it. Yeah. And yeah. like the character backgrounds, we wrote background writing on each character. So we knew where they came from, you know, oh, wow. and stuff like that. So, yeah. And this started how many years ago? 11 years ago, I think okay. when we first started playing. So wow. it was just him and I kind of working on songs together and yeah. then we started bringing in other people okay. and stuff. And then we've now had uh, three studio albums out and uh, the TV pilot that we shot yeah. with Matt Hubbard yeah. and Jordan, uh, and a few others. Uh, and we put that, that's on Amazon Prime. You can watch that. It's about Very 45 cool. minutes long. Okay. And we did win some uh, regional uh, Emmys for that. Very three, cool. Three of those. <laughs> but crazy. we're, yeah, we're trying to like push out the the music. And right yeah. now we just dropped this new album uh, this year. Okay. And What's it called? 
Shaz Bot's Lightspeed. Okay. So the first one's called Go. The second one was Blast Off, and this one's yeah. called Lightspeed. Nice. And uh, it's done really well yeah. so far. Yeah. It's been moving uh, nationally. We had huh. a national push with the press cool. release and all that oh stuff. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. crazy. And you yeah. guys play everywhere, don't you? Yeah, well, we play all over Ohio, for yeah. sure. Uh, we do about 50 shows a year. We just had our 500th show this summer up at Avon. Oh, my gosh. Do you run into other bands that do similar things? Or there, I don't know very many uh-uh. that do. There's not a lot that do. Nobody does it like we do in the sense of they write all their original material. Yeah. yeah. There's one band I know that we're friends with, the Muppet Mayhem Band, that just do Muppet covers mm. the entire time. Yeah. And uh, there's another band I heard of that just does like covers of kids songs, uh-huh. you know, like they'll yeah. do SpongeBob SquarePants or yeah, something yeah. like that, you know. Yeah. Uh, but we're the only one I know that writes a lot of original tunes, yeah. at least in the Ohio area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've I've done research and talked to contacted people all over the country that yeah. do it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but and my kid's real into uh, the Storybots on Netflix. Have you seen the Storybots at all? It's kind of a it's it's, no. a, it's a neat kid show. It's kind of a, I mean, they do the same thing. They have uh, songs they write that are kind of kids focused, but you know, hmm. it's catchy music and that sort of thing. It's, it's interesting. It's yeah. It huh. reminds me of that a little bit, but the same spirit, I suppose. Yeah. There's, and there's some other national big things. Yeah. Uh, apparently we got a lot of play in Australia for some reason. We oh. did like an interview wow. with them. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows? We might be huge in Australia, right? We just don't even know it. Australian following. Yeah, I can't even walk around in Australia without getting mugged by children. There you go. It's it's a little scary sounding. (laughs) But kids know who you are. And, I mean, they come up after the shows and talk to you. Oh, definitely. And you get spotted, like, out and about. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, especially if I got my red sunglasses on. Okay. Because that's what my character wears. And I'm like, oh, man, I wore the red ones. I shouldn't have done that. (laughs) It's like wearing red in Target. You just can't do it. Yeah, you'd be at like the pool, you know? And then somebody's like, hey, Dad, that's Scopes. Is that Scopes walking by? You hear somebody whisper it. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. And the parents go talk to him. That's awesome. I was like, don't talk to me. I'm not accosting. And I'm sorry, how old are your kids? Mine are 10 and 12. 10 and 12. Did they they get into the music when they were kids? Well, yeah, so they've they've never known me not to play. Right, right. Uh, So they've always coming with me to shows they mm-hmm. still do sometimes yeah yeah uh, I'll use, if i can take one of them with me to a gig you know i'll take okay. them they'll meet my roadie and they yeah. hang out you know are they musicians no they're not really into it uh okay. my youngest really is focused he wants to be a uh, pro soccer player like a lot of kids okay. so he does the club soccer and all okay. that and then my uh, older one he likes video editing and shooting videos oh. and stuff oh, like wow. that so he yeah. he likes to shoot Edit stuff for YouTube and yeah. Yeah. make movies with his friends, and then they go back and edit it and do all the stuff. And good way to start, man. Yeah, yeah. And he just ha- has a lot of fun doing that. So yeah. that's awesome. I let them do their thing, and yeah, you know, yeah. there's a piano out and mm-hmm. guitars always sitting around, and yeah. you know, so there's, and I'm always like playing the piano or the guitar or something, mm-hmm. so they're used to it. Yeah, you right. know, but I, I think they just right. ignore me in the corner most of the time. Where did your musical influence come from like is your family musical do they they aren't no no uh, just you're the only I, one i think i am <laughs> it just somehow started with you i don't know i just loved it a lot you know when i was yeah, a kid yeah. i would sit and like listen to like classical music mm-hmm. and if you got right between the speakers you could really kind of break down the instruments and hear oh, the wow. different parts you know 
And I okay. love that when you mm-hmm. could hear those different things, yeah. you know. Yeah. So you'd break down that Mozart piece and you'd hear the, the wow. violin separate yeah. from like the cellos to, you know, those different melodies and how they kind of intertwine. Huh. And I used to love that when yeah. I was a kid, just listening. to yeah. break down of things. Yeah, I love that. It's, but I think I was always hiding off on my own, you know. Yeah. Trying, I was a big family of five kids. So yeah. oh, wow. I was always trying to like sneak off into my own world, you know. Where, yeah. where did you fall in the lineup? Well, I was second oldest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you definitely were trying to hide. I was hiding and trying to get away. Yeah. If I, if I was home and then I spent a lot of time out of the house. Okay. I was on my bike probably all over. Oh yeah. 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 That's fun. It it was the (laughs) eighties. Like a lot of times nobody cared until you got home. Like as long as you're home by dinner. You You follow the sun. You come in when it's dark. That's yeah. There was no phones or low jacking of where your kid's at, you know, like, Oh it's such a foreign concept. My like my kids literally day five of, of kindergarten. So it's like it occurred to me the other day I was I was running a little behind as I have to get home before he gets home off the bus. And I'm like, I can't just call him because he doesn't have a phone. I can call or text literally anybody else on the planet. And I'm like, oh my god, how did we do this before? It was we just did it. I I mean I remember doing it. I remember being the one who did it. But it's just like as a parent, just like. I don't think yeah, there was, go out, don't I don't killed. think they worried about stuff like we do now. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it all happened back then too, but we just didn't read about just it. Just hear about it. Hours day, <laughs> right. Seven days week, so. right. Yeah. Modern media and stuff. And then, yeah. I don't yeah. know, it's different too. those screen time is, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Kids getting locked down, like in their minds and these right. videos and games and stuff like that. And yeah. so you're trying How do you to do screen time with your kids. Uh, we try to push them out the door as much as possible yeah. and to yeah. play, you know, good. Well, especially and, if you've got one in soccer, they're yeah. probably out all the time anyway. Yeah. And I, I just try to be engaging with my kids if they're mm-hmm. doing something. So if this one kid wants to play soccer, I'll go kick the ball with them, you know, like yeah. daily. Yeah. You know, right. I think it's fun. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, this is the way I look at, like a lot of people I talk to with kids are like, wait until, Oh, I can't wait till they're out of the house. And I'm like, no, I want to get all that fun yeah. time with them now. Yeah. Right. And when they're eat, fun. Yeah. And there's so much fun between the, you know, basically every age is kind of unique and fun. You know, like mm-hmm. I look forward to all the way up to 18, Yeah, but then they're going to be gone. And it's right. like, and then I got this whole other part of my life that's still going to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want to like embrace everything I can with my children at each age. Yeah. And then they will be adults and then they'll just be like any other friend almost, right. you know, like, yeah. or hopefully, hopefully, you know, <laughs> hopefully we get along, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not everyone does with right. their parents, but, uh, you know, I just, I want to like, just kind of be embracing as much as what they want to do. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when he wants to show me his videos that he's yeah. been editing, I sit there and yeah. show enthusiasm or what, yeah. what program should I get dad out? Let me call my buddy that works in Boston on television yeah. shows and yeah. let's ask him. It's yeah. gotta be a yeah. good connection for him knowing that you've done all of this work behind i mean that's probably a cool like yeah you you know you know the specific people to reach out to and yeah and it's fun to have those contacts and just be like yeah i don't know anything about that some but i know somebody that does know something about it so let's talk to what they got going on yeah i do like that like with the screen time comes the ability to like it's like if my kid asks a question i can say well i don't know let's find out you know Mm -hmm. and, and kind of be able to engage through that or show them a video of a thing they just asked about that's that's a really cool aspect of it it is amazing, yeah. but there's a downside to it uh-huh. too. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. need to be tactile sometimes. You need to put them out in nature and they oh, need yeah. to smell things and touch things. And yeah. you need oh, to get knocked yeah. on their butt every once in a while yep. by another kid, you know, yep. fall on a skateboard. Or their sibling. You know, yeah. you know, or their sibling. Yeah. yeah. Do they get along with each other? They get along pretty well. Okay. Yeah. Well, separate schools probably help right now. 
Oh, well, they, we live on a court too. So, uh, it's like a bunch of children all over. Mm, so it's nice. like a whirlwind There's of kids running from house to house to house, you yep. know? And, and that's fun. Cause then I'll just sit on my porch, you know, yeah. you know, and the other parents will come over, or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I'll walk down and hang out with them, you know, yeah. cause everyone, parents are all around the same age and the right. kids are all around the same age, yeah. you know, we have so, the same thing on ours. <laughs> yeah. And so it's yeah. kind of engaging that way. Yeah. Uh, and fun and relaxing. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. And you don't have to worry about cars hitting anybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we like cart. that part too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My son literally learned how to ride his bike two days ago. Oh, that's nice. And because our neighbor had said, well, here's how here's how his uncle taught him. Go up the driveway, get yourself going, and then go from there. I mean, we have been trying to get him to ride a bike for like three years. <laughs> We don't Don't know what we're doing, clearly. (laughs) No, but now now it's getting him off the bike. Yeah. yeah, He does he's like, Well, I I wanna ride all the way to school. We're like, dude, that's about two and a half miles. I don't think that's gonna happen. But we can ride to the bus stop. You can do that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So so what's next for you? Are you you're writing now and Right. So I'm working on another sequel. Writing a sequel. I'm probably put out the hopefully by the end of this year before Christmas. I was gonna I've been putting this collection of uh posts together mm-hmm. uh, it's called uh first dates and other musings from behind the bar mm-hmm. so i often will write like these like two line uh, like uh observations of people on first dates oh, awesome. at, uh, at kerouac and uh oh. and i post them online and to everyone loves them yeah and just cracking up and stuff so yeah. i've got like over a hundred of these plus other things I love that. from watching from back behind yeah. the bar. So I'm putting it together as like a coffee table book and oh, putting it cool. out and we'll nice. have it for sale, hopefully around Christmas. Yeah. So, um, I'm putting, hopefully that'll be my next book out mm-hmm. cause it'll take another year before I get the sequel done. Yeah. And then, um, I just, we just got beer and wine at the carryout next door that we opened up. Mm. Awesome. So, Trying to get that to actually make money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you need a refrigerator for that. Right. right I, have, I have a bunch of fridges in there, but uh, just some of them don't work and I'd like mm-hmm. them to work. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. So we I took over this carry out next door called yeah. Cafe Carry Out. Nice. Uh, okay. It's a separate business. Mm-hmm. Kind of writes itself. Right. <laughs> and uh, it's a separate business, but it's a beer wine focused yeah. shop, you know, okay. craft beer and stuff. Nice. Yeah. But, uh, cool. but we'll carry some of the lo- cheap beer for the kids that are in the area that want yeah. the natural light you know yeah. and the white claw we just we'll get that in today oh my gosh so i feel like that's everywhere it is it is i i can't say anything i haven't tried it i don't really want to but i don't know why is this the thing it's the new hot thing uh there was a movie with uh jake gyllenhaal in it where he was a drug rep okay and mm. uh he his, he was company wasn't doing very well yeah and then all of a sudden their company came out with something called viagra <laughs> and he became like the most popular rep because everyone wanted it all of a sudden. Yeah. Like White Claw is that for yeah. Heidelberg distributing right now. They, oh gosh. They were just kind of like that in-between distributor, but now they got now White they Claw got and oh, now that everyone wants it. White Claw. And uh, yeah. they've been gosh. purchasing it up. So. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> it, it's, it, I don't know why, but I think Zima, everything. Yeah. I mean, it's probably not a malt liquor. It's just like seltzer, isn't it? With vodka or something. I, I don't know what how they... Put the, what the alcohol is derived from, but it's it's like yeah. drinking a LaCroix with 5% alcohol. Well, why yeah. don't you just get a LaCroix and put alcohol in uh, it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. You could. Look, you, you lost me in LaCroix, honestly. <laughs> like, I'm not a LaCroix guy, but they're alcoholic. 
Well, maybe you know, <laughs> it's, just a little, a little something. Get a little closer to where you want. It's yep. maybe a little closer. Yeah. But. Gosh. Well, that's exciting. So the carryout, you've got your books. Is the band still working or do you do mostly summer stuff? Well, no, we're playing uh, it, less shows after the summer. Yeah. But we're doing two different Oktoberfests. Nice. Uh, one in Powell and then the one big one yeah, uh, at the fairgrounds. Yeah. Uh, and what else are we doing? We do a monthly show at the Gateway Theater. Cool. Uh, cool. Called The Hoot. Yeah. Okay. And it, if you have little ones, like five-year-old, it's great because yeah. it's only a canned good to get come in oh, and awesome. they show cartoons on the big screen and we play songs in between. Awesome. How cool. So it's like an when hour. is that? It's the last Saturday of every month. Okay. It's have to take about you need 1030. To take they, awesome. they have activities in the lobby. Like, okay. Awesome. And then you go in and it's, it's a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah. We've done that one a hundred times now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Very cool. Where can people find information about Shazbots and everything else that you do. All right. So you can check out uh, the shazbots.com. That's two Z's in shazbots. <laughs> uh, and uh, of course, cafe Kerouac.com mm-hmm. is uh, the cafe. And yeah. I think we have cafe carryout.com also now Ooh. for the, the carryout. For, for Plus, all your white claw needs. No. <laughs> for all your white claw needs. Go to cafe carryout. Uh, we also have a uh, presence on all the major things like Facebook and okay. Instagram and stuff like that. And uh, if you want to check out my novel Schiller mm-hmm. Park, yeah, that's on uh, Amazon. Okay, I think it's ten bucks, free shipping with Prime. Nice. And it's just if you look up what Mike. What is Schiller Park about, real quick? I don't think we asked that. All right, so Schiller Park is about like two friends are twenty eight years old, mm-hmm. uh, Mike and Gabe. Mike is not me. Everyone always asks, <laughs> uh, but their name. Are you Gabe? No, <laughs> they're, they're named that intentionally, so okay. you have to figure that out later. Okay. There's a lot of like little hidden gems yeah. in the book, mm-hmm. but it's about these two friends. And they're leaving uh, the bar at the end of the night after hanging out with their friends. And as they're cutting through the park, because they live in German Village, uh, they they kind of find themselves, something weird happens around them and everything. There's a mm. smell of chocolate and lilac, and there's kind of a wind, and all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden they see something happening on the stage at Schiller Park, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, what's going on? It's two in the morning. What are people doing? There's this performance going on. And there's all these people watching. And what you learn to find out is they're no longer in our world. They're in another version of Schiller Park. Huh. And everybody in this new park is from our world. They've yeah. been slowly coming over. And the park exists. And the immediate houses around the park exist. But everything beyond that is forest. Mm. Oh, wow. And this group of people have been there like at different times have come in mm-hmm. and kind of developed this society and stuff. And That's they find awesome. themselves in this new world. That's really wow. Cool. So that's the main premise. Okay. Yeah. I have to look that up. Very cool. And then, yeah, evil comes. Right. Evil. <laughs> or evil. Or evil or not. I don't or know. not. <laughs> it's it's written on a couple different ways you can read it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. That's very cool. Good for you. This was so good to meet you. Yeah. This is Thanks, fascinating. Guys. You got a lot going on, man. I try. <laughs> well, if you like what you hear on Krista's show, uh, please like, subscribe on Facebook. Uh, Facebook's kind of the primary landing page where you can get all the information, latest episode updates, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. I'm just going to agree so, with you. You're doing a great I, job with I this. I know, I know. It's like I do this a lot. Because uh-huh. um, I can't. <laughs> you can also find her on SoundCloud if that's uh, your cup of tea, iTunes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if uh, if you like this show, remember sharing is, in fact, caring. Uh, <laughs> it's the kind of thing that if you're you say that every time. And say, you know, I think this person would like this. Maybe pass along to them. Yeah. Because uh, share the joy, share the love. Spread yeah. It forward. Spread Do it. it. Forward. That's what I just make said. it like a virus. Spread it forward. 
Sounds a little is that, dirty. Yeah. yeah, that sounds awful. That's where babies come from. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I'm done. Keep trucking, I guess. Keep on trucking. Thanks, Mike. No problem. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Land Media. Think big.